following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Friday on Main Street Sports today. Coming up on the program, talking a little women's college basketball. We got a big game coming up this weekend. Michelle Vopel of ESPN.com will be joining us. Also, Teresa Walker, sports editor of the AP for the state of Tennessee. All kinds of topics. Doubling up with Teresa today, so stay tuned for that in the second half. Also, college football rematches. And our top story, college football variety as well. A little postseason action. A full slate on the rundown. Let's get right to it. To the Lee Company studio with the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton. Here's a sundrop kid from Alabama wearing orange, Chris Yow. Got to wear the orange when you can, I guess. Yeah, because after Sunday, I'm not sure you'll be able to. Eh. Tennessee beats Arkansas tomorrow, and I'll be, I'll be sporting it just fine. Especially on the road. I mean, if Vanderbilt can do it, <laughs> JP's not over there to give me a want want or, or anything <laughs> else. Yeah, you caught him, caught him away from the controls oh. there. So yeah, that, that probably worked out pretty well. You know, it, y'all, y'all just get ready. I, I've been on one today. I've already uh, no, a, not you. I've already accosted uh, an on three sports reporter from Auburn today. Because he said that Bruce Pearl should have won the 17-18 Coach of the Year award over Rick Barnes when, I mean, should, could have maybe. I don't know if should is the correct word. So, <laughs> you know, oh, well. got into a little. little Twitter war? Like, little Twitter beef? You know. <laughs> kind of like the Alabama he was like, quarterbacks. He said, he said. You know, next time try to be respectful, and I was like, "Why? It's Twitter. This is way more fun." Respectful of him, of his, of his wrong opinion. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> Apparently, he covers Auburn for on three sports. Oh well, there you go. But yeah, you should be more respectful. I, I mean, yeah, I'm a fraud, <laughs> so it's all good. He called me a fraud because I said that. I, why would I be respectful? This is Twitter. One, this is going to get way more engagement. <laughs> Two. So, it doesn't matter. Your opinion's wrong. That's not my problem. That's that's not a lack of respect. It's a statement of fact. It's a statement yeah. of fact. Yeah. I said, I said, you know, you might have the opinion that he should have been, but my opinion and clearly the more, voters, the voters' opinion, <laughs> disagree with oh, you. Yeah. So, so, it's two to one. Me and the voters versus you. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. It's it's been a fun day. So anyway, Captain Chaos strikes again, dude. I, I what fun is Twitter if you're not, you know, beefing with somebody? <laughs> Nobody remembered who David Cornwell was until he got into a Twitter beef with Blake Barnett. I still don't remember who David Cornwell was, but the third guy was identified, <laughs> right? Yeah, what was his name? And I still can't remember. Yeah. It's been- it wasn't Spencer. It was. I think it was Spencer. 
It might have been. <laughs> Cooper. Cooper Bateman. Cooper. I remember both of those guys' names, but yeah. they never became anything. Not for anything they did on the field. No. Yeah. Not a thing. Oh, man. So, yeah. you know, again, it do what you got to do. Recognizable. Anyway. I saw a tweet a couple of days ago. Um, every day someone is going to be the main character on Twitter. Your goal should be to not be <laughs> that person. And yeah. Yes, yesterday it was Michelle Tafoya. Don't be, don't be that. Yeah. So, uh, let's get into some schedule since we had a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. So everybody, I hope everybody survived yesterday's weather scare or weather, as the case may be. <laughs> I called my dad. He was like, he was like, they want me to go to your brother's, but. By the time I get out of this chair and into the car and over there and then out of the car and into his house, this weather's going to be long gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know why we're moving. Just stay here. <laughs> Hope it goes over us. <laughs> and he's not wrong. I mean, it takes him a minute. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Chuck keeping it real. I mean, we're going to be halfway there when it gets here. We're going to turn around. We're going to do this all over again. I don't know why we're trying this. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, glad everyone uh, is okay out there. And uh, let's let's get into yesterday's results. Today's schedule and the rest of the weekends on The Rundown. This is The Rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In high school basketball action on Thursday night, the 12-4A boys play-in game. Summit defeated Nolansville 58-49. In girls action, it was Independence defeating Nolansville Host Nolans will 41-36. NCAA men's basketball action on Thursday night. Belmont defeated Eastern Illinois 81-57. It was Tennessee State with an 81-65 win over Southern Illinois Edwardsville. And 21st-ranked Murray State with a 91-56 pasting of Austin P. Conference USA action down at the FIU middle. Gets the win 71-65. So, big win for for the Blue Raiders. Mm-hmm. In a women's action last night, as I told you, Alabama 74, 12th ranked Tennessee 64. You said the trap game was coming. Maybe we should have not said that. <laughs> MTSU women also get a win. They get this one at home against uh, Florida International 63-49. Kentucky a 69-65 winner over Vanderbilt. High school basketball today. In District 10-1A, boys semifinal action, Cullioka plays at Santa Fe. That's a 6.30 p.m. tip. Also, Wayne County is at Richland at 6.30. 10-2A tournament action at Mount Pleasant. Girls semifinals, Giles County takes on Summertown. There we go, Summertown. Giles County takes on Summertown at 4 o'clock, followed by Lewis County and Loretto at 5.30. Boys semis, Giles County and Loretto at 7, Lewis County and Summertown at 8.30. All of that is at Mount Pleasant. In 8-3A at Tullahoma, girls semifinal action is Lincoln County and Page at 4 o'clock, 
followed by Lawrence County and Tullahoma at 5.30 in boys' action in semifinals. It's Lawrence County and Page at 7, and then Tullahoma-Lincoln County in the nightcap at 8.30. 12-4A action up at Summit. Girls' semifinals, Columbia Central and Summit at 4. Independence and Ravenwood at 5.30. Boys' semifinals, Summit and Columbia Central at 7. Ravenwood and Independence at 8.30. NHL action tonight. The Nashville Predators travel east to take on the Carolina Hurricanes. Puck drop at 6 o'clock on Bally Sports South. And Saturday, high school basketball action 10-1A at Wayne County. Consolation, Santa Fe and Richland at 6 o'clock. And the championship is Collinwood, Wayne County at 7.30. Those are girls. That's correct. Girls Consolation in 12-4A at Summit will be at 3 o'clock. Boys will follow at 4.30 and the championship games with the girls at 6 and the boys at 7.30. That's tomorrow at Summit for District 12, Class 4A. One tournament, five teams, three days, done. Congratulations. Seems easy. It it does. NCAA basketball um, doubleheaders on ESPN Plus on Saturday. Eastern Illinois is at Tennessee State at 12 noon. Tennessee Tech is at Austin P at 1.30. SIUE is at Belmont at 2. And in ASUN, Lipscomb is at North Alabama at 1 o'clock. In men's action only, 16th ranked Tennessee at 23rd ranked Arkansas. 3 p.m. tip on ESPN. Middle Tennessee State stays in South Florida. They'll be in Boca at Florida Atlantic. That's a 3 p.m. tip. Can't see it anywhere. You have to listen to Chip on the on the website or on the app, the Varsity app. And then Texas A&M Vanderbilt at 5 o'clock on the SEC Network. In women's action, Florida Atlantic is at Middle Tennessee State at 2 o'clock. Sunday. SEC women's basketball action, a game that I'm a little less excited about now than I was 24 hours ago. Number 12, Tennessee goes to number one, South Carolina. That's a 12 noon start on ABC at 2 o'clock. Ole Miss travels to Memorial Gym, takes on the Commodores of Vanderbilt. Don't call them ladies. 2 o'clock, SEC Network Plus. At 7 o'clock, the NBA All-Star Game is on I somewhere. ABC, ESPN, TN- something. Probably TNT. Could be TNT. I have no idea. We, we don't know, but I feel no, confident I it's care. on somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would kind of like to see what John Morant does. Well, there you go. That uh, be the only thing worth watching. NASCAR action on Sunday, 1.30 on Fox. We do know where this is, the Daytona 500. Yeah, it's uh, from... 115 to two to about 145 watch it from 145 to about 345 take you a good nap and then wake up for the last stage and you're in good shape you think i'm kidding that's 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 prime sunday right there there you go there's nothing better than that on a sunday mid-race naps (laughs) the mid-race naps are the best naps all right that's going to do it for the rundown and our top story today, let's push it to the to, to the, the third segment because we got a little college football we want to talk about anyway. So, mm-hmm. But we will tell you, college football, uh, at least through 2026, is going to stick with four teams in the playoffs. And whether that's good or bad, I guess we can talk about it later. Uh, also, Major League Baseball set a date for spring training despite still not having a CBA. March. Well, here's the thing. It's a lockout. You can stop the lockout whenever. That's true. So- Apparently, March 5th is when they're going to start, though, so I don't know. Plenty to get to today. Y'all stick around Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, comes back after this. 
Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back to the Lee Company studio here in Columbia, Tennessee. Glad to have you with us on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Man, what a day it is. And it almost never fails. When you have a storm like yesterday, this is always the day that follows. And it's like, it's almost like a sign that, hey, it's okay. Weather the storm and it's going to be nice on the other side. Oh, what's crazy is you had a great day on Wednesday. Oh, a phenomenal day on Wednesday. And yesterday was I mean, we literally had a river. In the street mm. next to the building. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. But we weathered the storm. You guys weathered the storm. And now the weekend is upon us. Do you know who did not weather the storm, Mo? I do know who did not weather the storm, actually. The Lady Vols last night did not weather the storm. And again, for the third time, three times in a row. You mentioned trap game on this show, and it and, and somebody gets trapped. Seems to come to pass. Yeah. So we were excited. Perhaps this could be a trap game for South Carolina. Perhaps. Yeah, let's that let's be look phenomenal? at their schedule. <laughs> that being said, we we were excited about this Tennessee South Carolina matchup, and still are. 
I mean, there's no reason to not be excited. You're, you are going to get a really good women's college basketball game on Sunday at noon. So let's talk about it. And to do that, we'll mm-hmm. bring in the expert. Michelle Vopel of ESPN certainly knows about these two programs, these two teams, and these two coaches. So, Michelle, thanks for taking some time with us today. Welcome in. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, Michelle. Um, we had you on a couple of weeks ago. Chris was unable to be with us. but um, So I made them get you back yeah. so I could, you know, but, <laughs> just kidding. But, but um, you know, things didn't go so well coming out of that show for UT. They got started a little early this time around with the um, the 74-64 loss down at Tuscaloosa last night and losing Jordan Horston in the process, some sort of an arm injury, it seems. Um, have you heard anything? What's the latest on that that you know? Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly how long Jordan's going to be out. I think that's uh, obviously a huge concern. She's been really the heart and soul of this team. Um, it's just kind of like when it rains, it pours. And um, I'm hoping, like, I'm not the cause of this, because I think the last time I was on, I was really talking up the Lady Balls, and uh, and that night they lost to Auburn. So uh, I hope it's not me. Let's put it that way. Um, you hope it's, it's not you. We hope it's, it's not really us. Weird. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they, they went through some struggles there. They lost that game to Auburn. I think they lost another one to Florida in that stretch. And um, I – I really don't think it's us, Michelle. I really think it's them. They've been a little inconsistent. Although, one thing that you pointed out when you spoke with us was your concern with their turnovers. They only had 14 in this loss last night to Alabama. Yeah. It, you know, it's been it's been interesting um, just the, the games that they've lost. Um, you know, the Auburn game really, I felt like, came out of the blue. Uh, I don't think anybody saw that loss coming they were um you know they were they were named the number one seed that night in the, in the early reveal from the NCAA and Auburn you know pretty much you know, hadn't won I think they, they won a 23 game uh, conference losing streak and I think that loss really shook um the Lady Vols you know it uh, they'd lost Kean Green um which is which obviously a, a big loss off the bench but I, I just think their confidence got rattled and and Kelly Harper's talked about that but you know, that's, that's lasted, you know, um, they, they haven't been very good on the road and the SEC is so difficult, um, a conference that if you, if you give, you know, a team an opening or in the case of it seemed like last night, it it was just like Tennessee was, seemed like they were down 10 points before the game started. So, um, it's going to be a real gut check game, if you will, going into South Carolina on Sunday. And you talk about this team kind of struggling on the road. Coming out of that Auburn game, they defeated Arkansas 86-83 in overtime at Thompson Bowling. But then they went to Florida. They got beat by 25. They went to UConn. They they lost pretty big there. Um, bounced back with a couple of home wins before losing to an Alabama team that they beat pretty handily at TBA. So – Maybe it is the home thing, and maybe that bodes well for them because after South Carolina, they finish up with back-to-back home games against Mississippi State and LSU before the tournament, which, <laughs> quiet as it's kept, we're approaching the last week of the regular season in SEC women's basketball play. 
Yeah, and as you guys know, I mean, this is the time of the of the year when you want to be sort of rounding into form, and that's not really happening with Tennessee right now. Um, I think a lot of people probably saw the video of Kelly talking to her team and talking about toughness, and I think everything she was saying there was was really um, what pro- people have seen. You know, that that idea of you know she said she doesn't want Tennessee to be the, the less tough team, if you will. And that's mental toughness as much as anything. And I think she's um, she's trying to get that across to this group because we, we know they don't lack talent, but that that mental toughness, that ability to, to play consistently is if you don't have that, you're going to get eaten alive in the SEC. You know, at the same time, as you mentioned, losing Kay and Green a few weeks ago, losing Jordan Horston for an extent or for some period of time now, you know, the, the troops are getting debilitated there a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, we see that, you know, I, I mean, it's just one of those things about basketball. You just, the thing you can't control no matter what is injuries. It's just, it's going to happen. You just hope it doesn't happen at the worst possible time. And in, in this case, I don't know how to say this, the worst possible person, um, you know, with, with Jordan and, and the way that she's been playing this season. But, it, you know, it always, it, it's something that I think teams always have to respond to. You know, it, it, it does happen and, and they have to respond to it. So, you know, this is, um, I guess I, I look at this season as I think Tennessee played actually better for a lot of part of the season than I maybe was expecting them to. And then they've struggled in the last few weeks. So, you know, what do they have in the tank? And, you know, what? how can they rise to the occasion? And it's going to be very hard going into Columbia because they have – the South Carolina obviously just looks like a buzzsaw, especially at home. Speaking with Michelle Vopel of ESPN here on Main Street Sports today, I mean, Aaliyah Boston, like you said, this is a really, really good basketball team, but you want to talk about one of the most exciting players in all of – college basketball leads their team in points and rebounds averaging a double double uh almost three blocks a game how can tennessee uh either avoid her or or how do they have to attack someone like Aaliyah boston see this is why one of the many reasons i'm so glad i don't coach because <laughs> my thought would be i have no idea right like how do you do this but you're right about her. She is going to be national player of the year. I don't even think there's a, a debate about that or there shouldn't be. She's been phenomenal all year and she's in, she was already so good as a sophomore and obviously very even good as a freshman, but I feel like she's upped her game to a level now where, you know, if she were a male player, she'd be, you know, in the, in, in the pros, right? She's just that good. And, so what they have to do, obviously, is you try to deny her the ball. That's that's you know you know a pretty basic thing, and you know, I think it helps to have Tamari. You know she's she's got size. She's such a good defensive player. That's going to help. But you know trying to you know she's she's got to get help herself and trying to stay out of foul trouble. And then you just look at all the other weapons they have and 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 how good defensively they've been. I mean they they are on on pace to be one of the best teams historically um, in the SEC, a conference, as you guys know, that has always been the best in women's basketball on defense. So it, it makes it tough. 
You know, I, I was at the, the game um, at Missouri where South Carolina lost. And I still don't believe I saw that, <laughs> even though I was sitting there watching it. So it's hard to believe they, they've lost one game. They're so good. So so it's tough. But I, I also think that this is the kind of game where, as a, as a program, you dig deep. And I think that's probably what Kelly's going to be asking her kids to do. Yeah, that's, you know, it's interesting because it, it does appear much like Tennessee that South Carolina struggles a little more on the road than they do at mm-hmm. home. And unfortunately for Tennessee, this one's not at TBA. So you've got to go to, uh, to Columbia, South Carolina and get that win. And it's not an easy place to win at all. I couldn't tell you the last time. They no, lost it hasn't been. Yeah. It hasn't been an easy place to, to play in such a long time. Um, but you know, that I know everybody talks about it, but if somebody covers, um, the sport nationally, you know, I always remind people that it's not, it, it's not an exaggeration that every game, you know, e- even against the teams that are at the bottom of the standings, every game is really hard in the SEC. Every conference says that. It's not always true. It is virtually always true in the SEC. There's just so many good athletes that programs, even programs that are struggling. And you look at a team like Alabama, like what, how good would Alabama be in a different conference? Um, and you know, but that's just part of being in the SEC and usually they're rewarded, you know, they're rewarded with a lot of bids. So I I do think the committee usually recognizes that, but there's just no, um, there's, there's not going to be any mercy no matter, you know, where you're going in the SEC. And if you're dealing with some injuries, it's just, you just have to deal with that. Michelle Vopel of ESPN.com with us here. Michelle, thanks so much for taking some time with us, and we always appreciate your insight into women's uh, basketball, especially uh, here on this show. So we thank you, and I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you, and thanks for all you guys do for women's basketball. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. When we come back, there's a little college football news. Kind of broke a little earlier today, but also – I was reading a story on Bleacher Report about the most anticipated college football rematches of 2022, and there's some interesting stuff on a top 10 list from Bleacher Report. So get your thoughts on it on the other side of the break. Y'all stick around. Mid uh, Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Back after this. Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hey guys, just want to tell you real quick. Don't forget about the Main Street Preps podcast. You can join Main Street Preps editor Russell Venosi and lead writer Tyler Palmatier as they bring you a recap and preview of the week's biggest high school sports news from around Middle Tennessee. Airing live on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and archived on social media and on the podcast distribution platform of your choice. Don't forget also you can follow Main Street Preps on Twitter at Main Street Preps. That's Main Street Preps this week. Had to make sure I get that extra sugar <laughs> out from sad day sad in, day. in yeah. southern middle Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Not today. Technically, tomorrow is so, a sad day, but it's not a, It's not any easier on Friday either. Well, it, it's sad because we're not <sighs> going to get in there tomorrow. But speak for yourself. I'm. <laughs> I do have the ability and just might. <laughs> oh, well, all right. I'm not going to get in there tomorrow. So I might save you one for Monday. <laughs> It'll still be good, you're right? Not, you're not going to save me a donut <laughs> two days. Don't even tell that lie. Sweet Bakes here in no Columbia. Chance. This is the final weekend that they will be open, unfortunately. And um, we're sad. We are very sad. It's so good. Yeah, Mo, the, the over-under on the chance that he saves you a donut over the weekend the percentage I'm, whatever 2%. it is i'm taking the under 0.0, 0. mr blutarski yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> that drunk and stupid is no yeah. way to go through life yeah. right yeah <laughs> speak for yourself uh, <laughs> well exactly <laughs> that sounds like a great it, life to if, me if you got sweet cake donuts maybe okay well you know and sweet bakes especially if you're out there by the way and you are you know, maybe you want to buy a bake uh, a donut bakery. It's for sale. It's for sale. Yeah, you mm-hmm. are. Keep yeah. it going. And I'm sure yeah, they. We would. won't even ask for any commission. 
<laughs> we will not. We just, just, you know, a complimentary donut. donuts know. on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Complimentary donuts on Fridays would be mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yep. That'd be great. <laughs> or any other day you choose. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about you. We'll take them. No doubt. Yeah. The breaking news from today that college football playoffs will remain at four teams throughout the remainder of this contract, which I believe goes through 2026. Twenty six or twenty five? I'm not sure, but it's somewhere in twenty five season twenty six bowls. Okay, there we go. Okay, I think is correct. Okay, so the twenty five twenty six, kind of like four, we were talking about with Alabama. So yeah. two, three, yeah, it's four more seasons. Okay, okay. Huh. Then what? I don't know, but. Friend of the show, Matt Brown, had a great question. Mm-hmm. And I, I really thought it was probably the most um, the most important question. Mm-hmm. Because, look, almost everybody outside of conference leadership wants it to expand. There's, there, there are some people out there who think that, you know there's no reason for expansion, but most college football people want it to expand. The reason they are hung up is auto bids and payout. The two the two things that should matter the least. One, auto bids shouldn't be a problem because most uh, power fives are going to get in no matter what almost every time. Well, you and you would think that your conference champions are going to be sufficiently good to warrant being included. Most of the time. You're going to get the random, you know, Wisconsin or, well, Wisconsin that beats, that year that Pitt could have beaten Clemson and had there been an auto bid that would have been like eight and four uh, Pitt Mm. instead of Clemson. Like, I get that. But, and that's why I don't think that auto bids are absolutely necessary. You're going to get a team in no matter what. If it's not your champion, you're going to get a team in the playoff. So I guess my thing is in that situation, though, I just think you got to ride with it. I mean, winning the championship of your conference should mean something. It should mean something. Well, and I'm not saying I'm I'm just saying, look, either way, just Mm -hmm. pick one. Right. It's not a hard decision. Flip a coin. The payout is so astronomical. Why are we arguing over two hundred fifty thousand dollars here and there? Like, stop. Yeah. And so his tweet was that, you know, we're heading toward a new NCAA governance structure that gives these people, the people who are in charge of the college football playoff and the power fives, even more power. And they can't figure out the small details. How are they going to tackle the harder questions? (laughs) And so if you can't just figure out the small details, these, these are easy. These are make a decision and go with it and, and don't right. look back. Mm-hmm. And everybody count their $100 bills. Bunch of them. Yeah. Bunch of them. So, anyway, I am in the – I'm dead set in the camp of expansion is positive because – the only people who are against it or the people who are against it are people who are fans of the Southeastern Conference who think that Alabama and who think that Alabama is something that's just gonna always be a thing. And it's not. 
I mean, it hasn't always been a thing. Why would you think it's always going to be a thing? My 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 point was expansion now is for post Saban college football. <laughs> And that's that's the way it is. Well, yeah. why should we let why should a group of five teams crying and Cincinnati uh, quelled that argument? No, it didn't. They didn't lose any differently than Michigan State or Ohio State or Oregon Washington or, or anyone else nope. that Alabama has beaten in the playoffs. Nope, nope. So why does it only disqualify one of those? I mean, at, at that, if that's the rationale, we could just crown Alabama every year and, and let everybody let's else play, play, let's play for, for number second. two. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Georgia. Georgia beating them. Well, and, and then they then they go into the FCS argument. Well, they have a 32-team playoff in North Dakota State. Well, North Dakota State is Alabama. James Madison is Georgia or Clemson, your choice. But what they don't realize is that North Dakota State beat the eighth seed this year in the championship game, not the two seed. Don't it wasn't a foregone conclusion that the two seed don't, was getting don't, there. Don't they don't want to hear that? Exactly. They don't want to have that conversation. No. So why is this so difficult? Why do we want to? Could you imagine how much more fun the Sugar Bowl would have been if Baylor and Ole Miss were playing for the right to move on <laughs> to the next round? One word: pride. Pride of those other conferences, not the SEC. What's the pride, though? You're still getting your butt kicked by the SEC. You got a much better chance of getting pride. To pride of not going with something the SEC proposed wants and yeah. something they want. Anti-SEC. Yes. So whether it's good for the greater good or not, because the SEC wants it, therefore the rest do not. I think honestly, I think that's all it boils down to. They realize that when the when when this college football gets to the next level of the NCAA not being the controlling mm-hmm. or entity, that it's going to be the SEC and the Big Ten, and you'll fall in line or you'll get out. That's right. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, you're hurting yourself now. I guess they're trying to just uh, avoid the inevitable, delay the or delay the inevitable. Why? I was, because because they because can. they don't like money, <laughs> they don't like giving up power. But they're getting more power. That's the thing is they're getting more power with more teams in. That's what they don't understand. And I don't know how they don't. I, it's baffling. I, I think they do. Again, I think they have just drawn their line in the sand. They have with with the Oklahoma Texas. That's what uh, situation. Um, they've drawn their line in the sand, and they're just going to. It doesn't matter what the optics are. They're just going to try to get some sort of foothold, some sort of position, while they can. Um, and so this is I, all the fault of the guy at the Houston Chronicle. <laughs> What's that guy's name? I don't, I mean, seriously, because yeah. it was it. We talked about it early summer. We were headed to expansion. And then as soon as Oklahoma, Texas news yep. breaks, screech, halt. Then you've got the outlines. You've got all of this other stuff coming out. And now it's, well, whatever the SEC wants, we're voting the other way. Yeah, Brent Zwerneman 
That's news right. is the Z word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it. This is all his fault. It's all your fault. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's move on because I I do want to get into some something not as heavy. Mm-hmm. Top ten, according to Bleacher Report, rematches they want they are anticipating for twenty twenty two. Oklahoma State at Baylor, number ten. These are rematches from last year. Yep. So they're looking forward to that October 1st matchup against Oklahoma and State at Baylor. I, I can see that. That's probably going to be a good, decent game. This one makes no sense. October 1st, Stanford at Oregon. Yeah, Stanford won last year, but meh. It's Pac-10, pack 12. What, what are they? 12. Okay. Okay. Eh. It's West Coast football. Texas, Oklahoma. Absolutely. Always <clears throat> looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. Why are these specifically rematches? I mean, because all of these are games that are played pretty much every year, or those three are anyway. I mean, are there any non-conference? Number seven, Penn State at Auburn. Okay. Um, just because it was a good game. I think this is just these are just games that, that maybe the, the favored team almost lost or did lose, mm-hmm. and so they're looking for that to kind of repeat itself. Texas A&M, Alabama, not looking forward to that because Texas A&M, it's at Alabama. Texas A&M ain't coming to Tuscaloosa. Same thing that on uh, number number three on this list is the Iron Bowl. Uh-uh. Anybody who's ever seen the Iron Bowl knows that it's a whole different ballgame when it's in Tuscaloosa versus when it's in Jardinier. That's going to be a bloodbath because Alabama's going to be way better than they were this year. And Auburn may not be as good. And Auburn's not going to be as good. Uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Bedlam with Oklahoma State winning last year. So, I, you know, Michigan State, Michigan. Now, hold on. Now, this Oklahoma State, Oklahoma game will be the last time that that's a Big 12 game. That's correct. The last Bedlam as a Big 12 game. Michigan State, Michigan. I don't know what Michigan's going to be like. We said yesterday that they're not going to be very good. So, I don't know that I love that one either. Ole Miss, Arkansas. 52-51 52-51 last year. Probably going to be something similar. This Corral's gone. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Lane Kiffin, baby. He's the QB whisper. Mm. And then Michigan-Ohio State, which is not going to be good. No, so, it's not. <clears throat> no. About half of those I'm not looking forward to. Yep. There's some I'm okay with, but most of them I'm not. Uh, halftime here on Friday. Let's take a quick break. Come back. Tell you about a good place to hide your money if you're going on a flight or maybe not such a good place. Tell you where it is on the way back. 